वेलकम टू द किताबी कीड़े पॉडकास्ट अ पॉडकास्ट बाय टू गाइस बिटन बाय द बग ऑफ रीडिंग फॉर ऑल यू बुक वॉम्स आउट देयर आई एम हर्ष एंड आई एम सुमित एंड इन दिस पॉडकास्ट वी टॉक अबाउट ऑल द बुक्स रिलेटेड टू हेल्थ हैप्पीनेस एंड वेल्थ वी शेयर आवर एक्सपीरियंसेस एंड इनसाइट्स सो दैट यू कैन लर्न समथिंग फ्रॉम देम एंड बिकम अ बेटर वर्जन ऑफ योरसेल्फ ओके ऑल राइट सो हाउ वाज योर लास्ट वीक इट वाज काइंड ऑफ हेक्टिक मैन आई हैड टू ट्रैवल अ लॉट to the next city because we had some family related work and yeah i just got back and today i am seeing that a lot of people are outside walking during this pandemic time which is very scary for me <laughs> what is up with you i actually did not travel but this week mein there's a hill near my house um, yeah. so where i live and i got to go there after a long time like after a month or two so i went there twice after my work so in the evening at like 6:30 something like that and i saw like two of the most beautiful sunsets that i ever saw awesome so, man yeah awesome. i think that was the the highlight of my week yeah so let's make this episode the highlight of all our listeners <laughs> let's would you like to tell why did you choose this specific book that we are going to talk about to iske piche story ye hai ki even before we started uh, you know talking about doing this podcast we were already both reading this book बट हमने कभी बात नहीं की थी कि यार वी आर रीडिंग द सेम बुक सो आई एक्चुअली स्टार्टेड रीडिंग दिस बुक बैक इन अर्ली 2021 अप्रैल आई स्टार्टेड रीडिंग इट बिकॉज आई वाज गोइंग थ्रू समथिंग व्हाट दिस बुक टॉक्स अबाउट एंड इट वाज सजेस्टेड क्वाइट अ नंबर ऑफ टाइम्स बाय टिम फेरिस इन हिस पॉडकास्ट सो आई वॉज रीडिंग इट ऑलरेडी एंड देन लेटर आई फाउंड आउट की यू आर ऑल्सो रीडिंग द सेम बुक एंड दैट काइंड ऑफ यू नो टर्न इन दिस आइडिया ऑफ मेकिंग दिस पॉडकास्ट टूगेदर yeah even i remember that i was going through a bad phase health wise at that time and i had been going through a lot of stress and then i came across this book from my bookshelf it has been there for a long time and i decided that let me give it a read so that i can you know be in a better uh, health be in a better phase at that time and i think tabhi hum logo ne baat kari thi ki theek hai chalo we'll talk about this book because it is it has so much pearls of wisdom in it right yeah और मेरे को लगता है कि इट इज़ अ बुक दैट एवरी वन नीड्स टू बी रीडिंग राइट नाउ और एट स्ट्रेसफुल टाइम्स इन देयर लाइव्स राइट बिकॉज ये जो हम जिस सबसे पहले तो पैंडमिक जो है उसने नॉर्मल की डेफिनेशन चेंज कर दिए तो पीपल आर टू मच स्ट्रेसड आउट अबाउट एवरी थिंग सो दिस बुक मेक्स अ लॉट ऑफ सेंस टू स्टार्ट रीडिंग नाउ Yeah, absolutely. So we've already recorded what you're about to hear now. And initially, जो हमने डिस्कस किया था वो ये था कि हम लोग इस बुक का हर बुक का इनफैक्ट केवल एक ही पॉडकास्ट करेंगे बट ये बुक इतनी बड़ी थी और इसमें इतने सारे यू नो जेम्स ऑफ विस्टम थे दैट वी हैव यू नो डिसाइडेड टू मेक इट एक्चुअली अ टू पार्टर बट देन जैसे जैसे हम लोग डिस्कस करते हैं हमको लगा कि दिस शुड एक्चुअली बी अ थ्री पार्टर एंड ये जो एपिसोड है इसमें हमने फर्स्ट टू पार्ट्स ऑफ द बुक कवर किए हैं जिसमें फर्स्ट पार्ट इज़ अबाउट द फंडामेंटल फैक्ट्स दैट यू शुड नो अबाउट वरी एंड देन द सेकेंड पार्ट इज़ अबाउट द टेक्निक्स दैट यू कैन यूज टू एनालाइज वरी सो इन दो पार्ट्स को हम लोग इस पॉडकास्ट में कवर करने के बाद हमने डिसाइड किया कि जो भी बच रहा है वो हम सेकेंड और थर्ड पार्ट में यूज़ करेंगे एंड वी हैड अ लॉड ऑफ फन डिस्कसिंग अबाउट दिस बुक एंड आई होप यू गेट समथिंग आउट ऑफ इट सो लाइक वी एल्यूडेड टू इन आर लास्ट एपिसोड Today we are talking about how to stop worrying and start living by Dale Carnegie. Um so tell me something about this book. This book basically talks about 10 different parts which cover a lot of things ranging from 
fundamental facts about worry then it has techniques to analyze worry then breaking the habit of worrying cultivating a peaceful and happy mental attitude after that this book also talks about dealing with criticism preventing fatigue maintaining high energy finding the right kind of work you should be doing to be happy and successful and then finally it talks about reducing financial worries which constitute nearly 70% of all our worries and you know that is a lot you know those are a lot of promises but uh, do you think it delivers on all these promises yeah i think it uh, delivers because it has helped both of us a lot and if i had to summarize this book in three sentences then i would say that worry is one of the biggest problems in our lives today and if we don't learn to deal with it it could even lead to our death at a young age so this book has time tested strategies and wisdom to eliminate worry and live a healthier and happier life yeah so i agree with what you just said and uh, you know this book is written by dale carnegie who you probably know that he's the writer of uh, how to win friends and influence people which is probably one of the most famous books ever yeah and Or, one of the most influential books in our lives also <laughs> Yeah, I have also read it, but it has been quite a few years, and uh, you know, I've gotten—I totally forgot what it was about. Yeah. So maybe I would—I'll read it again. Uh, but you know, I like to you know get to know a little bit about the author whenever I read a book. So yeah. let's just talk a little bit about uh, you know his story, how he came to the conclusion of writing this book. So let's just get into his story. So thirty-five years before writing this book, who. यू नो मोटर ट्रक सेल कर रहा था एक जॉब कर रहा था विच ही रियली हेटेड ठीक है ही वॉज लिविंग इन अ रूम विच वॉज इन्फेस्टेड बाई कॉकरोचेस कॉलेज में जो भी उसके ड्रीम्स थे दे टर्न इन टू नाइट मेयर एंड यू नो ही वॉज लेफ्ट विद दिस क्वेश्चन दैट इज दिस लाइफ वॉज दिस द मच अवेटेड एडवेंचर दैट ही वेटेड फॉर ऑल हिज लाइफ एंड वॉट ही रियली वॉन्टेड टू डू इन लाइफ वॉज टू रीड एंड राइट बुक्स विच ही ड्रीम्ड ऑफ राइटिंग इन कॉलेज so i really related to the author when uh, you know when he talks about his story in the introduction or uh, i have a quote that you know really hit me which was something that i was thinking but i could not express it but he really did a great job at, at expressing and i did it is something that goes like this so he said that i wasn't interested in making a lot of money but i was interested in making a lot of living yeah i even i have heard this quote because when i was going through this story uh, of dale carnegie i read that he mentioned himself as one of the unhappiest lads in new york and he was looking living in such such bad conditions as you mentioned that gave him the motivation to actually start writing yeah so i think he's a really inspirational dude uh let's continue with his story so looking back he you know he realized that back in college he had experience in uh, public speaking okay so he trained and got experienced in public speaking and he found that it was the most practical skill he learned in college he said that it was because it wiped out his timidity and his lack of confidence you know it gave him courage and assurance to deal with people and it gave him the courage to be the man who could get up and say what he thinks so me being an introvert i really admire all these qualities that he talks about that public speaking gave him and uh, you know while reading just this introduction i made a resolve that i would take up public speaking you know in my life and i'm going to kind of do that after uh, after a few weeks maybe yeah you know this makes me think that why isn't public speaking taught at schools and colleges as a full fledged subject in soft skills and communication classes you know because often i have yeah. seen that in colleges 
there is business communication but there is never the communication that is actually useful in our lives you know that could also, help us reach better places yeah also and jo public speaking wagaira kuch rehti bhi hai like schools mein to they never help you understand how important it is right so you only think that yaar matlab what are you going to get out of you know speaking on the stage or something it's i i used to think that it is super yeah. lame या बिकॉज इट इज जस्ट लिमिटेड टू जो हमारे यहाँ पे डिबेट कॉम्पिटिशन होते हैं आफ्टर दैट वी आर नेवर एनकरेज की टू टेक पार्ट इन पब्लिक स्पीकिंग इन एनी इवेंट और सच प्लेसेस तो आई थिंक हमारा प्रेजेंटेशन और डिबेट पे जाके पब्लिक स्पीकिंग का अंत हो जाता है या बट इट इज अ रियली इम्पॉर्टेंट स्किल टू हैव लाइक आई रियलाइज इट ओवर द लास्ट लाइक वन और टू ईयर्स नाउ या राइट एनी वे इट इज जॉब एंड स्टार्टेड टीचिंग पब्लिक स्पीकिंग और उसके बाद यू नो ही मेड अ लॉट ऑफ मनी ही मूव्ड आउट ऑफ इज कॉक्रोच इन्फेस्टेड रूम एंड देन ही रोट अ बुक अबाउट पब्लिक स्पीकिंग एंड लेटर वेंट ऑन टू राइट हाउ टू विन फ्रेंड्स एंड इन्फ्लुएंस पीपल तो ही डिड ऑल दिस एंड आफ्टर दैट ही रियलाइज दैट यू नो आफ्टर लैक ऑफ कॉन्फिडेंस एंड द एबिलिटी टू स्पीक इन पब्लिक द बिगेस्ट प्रॉब्लम दैट पीपल हैव इज वरी एंड ही ट्राई टू फाइंड अ बुक अबाउट इट एट दैट टाइम सो इट वॉज इन द नाइनटीन थर्टीज and there was pretty much nothing that he could find on worry so yeah. he finally decided to write a book and it took him 7 years to write this book he read books biographies articles you know he listened to the speeches that he was um attending and he interviewed all the people uh who were doing you know great at the time and he wrote this really practical book which actually does not tell you something new to jo bhi is book mein hai you've probably done it before yeah uh, you know you've already heard about it but he says that the purpose of this book is not to tell you something new but to restate and illustrate the basic truths and kick you in the shins and make you do something about applying them and i found it really inspirational and it inspired me to you know apply these rules in my own life so let's move on to the book and talk about the part 1 ओके सो पार्ट वन जो है बुक का इट इज कॉल्ड फंडामेंटल फैक्ट्स यू शुड नो अबाउट वरी और जो सबसे पहला फैक्ट है दैट इज यू शुड बी लिविंग इन डे टाइट कंपार्टमेंट्स सो बेसिकली व्हाट इट मींस इज कि यू शुड शट ऑफ द पास्ट एंड द फ्यूचर एंड यू नो लिव वन डे एट अ टाइम ओके सो मतलब क्या है कि यार यू शुड ओनली फोकस ऑन वट नीड्स टू बी डन टूडे है ना तो अब क्या होता है कि वी हैव सो मेनी थिंग्स वी हैव टू डू इन आर लाइफ मतलब अगर मैं आज लिस्ट बनाऊ की मेरे को क्या क्या करना है सो देर बी लाइक हंड्रेड थिंग्स जो मेरे को करना है एंड दे इज नो पॉसिबल वे कि मैं वो सारी चीजें आज के आज कर सकता हूं बट स्टिल अगर मैं वो सारी चीजें अपने माइंड में रखता हूं तो जब हम लोग प्रेजेंट में नहीं रहते हैं फ्यूचर टास्क की ओ मे को संडे को टेन चीजें करनी है सो आई एम नॉट इवन वर्किंग वेल ऑन फ्राइडे right so ha. i think that is a big problem in the generation that we are living in yeah because we have so much input and uh, there's no way we can process it all so this also reminds me of one quote from the book uh, which i think is uh, probably one of the best in this chapter and it goes something like this 
that anyone can carry his burden however hard until nightfall anyone can do his work however hard for one day anyone can live sweetly patiently lovingly purely till the sun goes down and this is all that life really means so this quote really hit home with me because abhi for the past couple of months i have been following a habit tracker which is basically a sheet of paper jisme main apni sari habits likhta hu and usme jis din bhi main koi si habit follow karta hu to main usko check kar deta hu that i have followed this habit and then mm-hmm. i have a list of habits that i follow every day so i wo i used to live in day tight compartments for the past टू मंथ्स तो मेरे पास पूरा हैबिट ट्रैकर में था एंड आई यूज टू फॉलो अराउंड एटी परसेंट ऑफ ऑल माई हैबिट जिसमें मेडिटेशन एक्सरसाइजिंग ड्रिंकिंग ग्लासेस ऑफ वॉटर एक्सेट्रा था सो वॉट आई नोटिस दिस दैट इन जून वेन आई डिड नॉट क्रिएट अबिट ट्रैकर सो मेरी जो हैबिट्स है आई लाइक मैंने सिर्फ ट्वेंटी परसेंट ऑफ द हैबिट्स ही कंप्लीट करी है बिकॉज एवरीथिंग वॉज गोइंग इन माई माइंड लाइक ओके आई हैव टू डू दिस ऑल्सो दिस ऑल्सो बिकॉज मेरे पास वो डे टाइट कंपार्टमेंट नहीं था कि मुझे ये दस हैबिट्स ही करना है आज के दिन सो इट रियली इम्पैक्ट acted my you know habit tracking as well so i think living in day tight compartments is very essential if you are making a lifestyle change also तो बेसिकली वॉट इट इज कि अपने को ना बस एक लिस्ट बनानी है विथ ऑल द थिंग्स दैट वी आर गोइंग टू बी डूइंग टूडे तो उससे क्या होता है ना कि यू नो वी स्टॉप वरिंग अबाउट ऑल द अदर थिंग्स दैट वी आर सपोज टू डू सो आई ऑल्सो स्टार्टेड डूइंग इट यू नो फ्रॉम दिस ईयर सो प्रीवियसली एट माई जॉब आई डि नॉट हैव अ लॉर्ड ऑफ थिंग्स टू डू बट यू नो सिंस आई गॉट प्रमोटेड दिस ईयर आई हैव मच मोर थिंग्स टू डू यू नो आई हैव मोर रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज एंड देर मल्टीपल थिंग्स यू नो आई नीड टू डू एवरी डे तो नाउ वट आई डू इज यू नो आई हैव लाइक दिस स्मॉल Notepad and what I do is I break everything that I have to do into like small chunks and I make yeah. a list of like ten to fifteen things that I am supposed to be doing like small things you know uh, like uh, giving someone a call or um, you know closing a ticket if you know what you what I mean yeah <laughs> so ऐसी छोटी छोटी चीजों के I make a list and you know what happens is कि uh, it reduces my worrying because yeah, because you know, I, I know that so. I have to do only this much work and uh, after that you know I am free of everything else that I am supposed to be doing yeah. Yeah, when you know what to do, you do it. When you don't know what to do, you don't do it. So one of my favorite quotes from this chapter was this. Okay, one of the most tragic things about human nature is that all of us tend to put off living. We are all dreaming of some magical rose garden over the horizon instead of enjoying the roses that are blooming outside our windows today. And uh, you know, there's a beautiful story in this chapter that really illustrates this point. So the story is about uh, this lady who lost her husband, and her uh, husband was ill. Tha, so he pretty much sold everything and he was left depressed and penniless so somehow usne thode bahut paise ikatte kiye and usne ek car le li on down payment aur uh, wo books bechne lagi you know in rural areas and towns aur usko laga ki you know being on the road um, would help her you know relieve her pain but it did not and it made her even more depressed so she was struggling to make her car payments even though they were really small and uh, i just want to read the following excerpt from the book because it really illustrates uh, what this whole thing about living in day type compartments is about yeah sure okay, so i'll just read it now yeah So in the spring of 1938 I was working out from Missouri the schools were poor the roads bad I was so lonely and discouraged that at one time I even considered suicide it seemed that success was impossible I had nothing to live for I dreaded getting up each morning and facing life 
I was afraid of everything. Afraid I could not meet the car payments. Afraid I could not pay my room rent. Afraid I would not have enough to eat. I was afraid my health was failing and I had no money for a doctor. All that kept me from suicide were the thoughts that my sister would be deeply grieved and I had did not have enough money to pay for my funeral expenses. Then one day I read an article that lifted me out of my despondence and gave me the courage to go on living. I shall never cease to be grateful for one inspiring sentence in that article. It said is a new life to a wise man i typed that sentence out and pasted it on the windshield of my car where i saw it every minute i was driving i found it wasn't so hard to live one day at a time i learned to forget the yesterdays and to not think of the tomorrows each morning i said to myself today is a new life i have succeeded in overcoming my fears of loneliness my fear of want i am happy and fairly successful now and have a lot of enthusiasm for life i know now that i shall never again be afraid regardless of what life hands me i know now that i don't have to fear the future i know now that i can live one day at a time and that every day is a new life to a wise man and it's such a great story yeah that is actually a very beautiful story which reminds me that uh, i read somewhere that all of us take the present moment the every day for granted because we are running after some future happiness and i think this pandemic has brought us back to the reality that it is the present moment that we need to live in we we don't have to you know uh, think about the past or the future whatever we have we have to be grateful for in this moment and i think creating day tight compartments is one of the best way to do that Yeah so that's the first fundamental fact about worry that you should be knowing um and it is to live in day tight compartments and i hope this story really illustrates it so the second fundamental fact you should know about worry is that there is a magic formula for solving all the worrying situations to is magic formula mein teen steps hai first step hai to analyze the situation and figure out the worst yahan par jab hum koi bhi problem face karte hain to we need to ask ourselves what is the worst that could happen बिकॉज एक बार हम लोग वो क्वेश्चन पूछ लेते हैं तब हम उस आइडिया को ही एलिमिनेट कर देते हैं कि सबसे खराब चीज अगर बाद में होती है उसको हम पहले ही यू नो ओवरसी कर लेते हैं पहले ही हम उस चीज को देख लेते हैं एंड देन वी मूव ऑन टू द सेकेंड स्टेप विच इज टॉकिंग योर सेल्फ इन टू एक्सेप्टिंग द वर्स्ट थिंग सो आई थिंक बहुत बार ऐसा होता है कि वी मिस द सेकेंड स्टेप एंड आई थिंक यू वुड ऑल्सो अग्री दैट जब हम लोग कोई प्रॉब्लम फेस करते हैं सो हम लोग ऐसा बोलते हैं कि ओके ये प्रॉब्लम है एंड देन this is going to be the solution there is no acceptance of that problem because i think hum logo ko kabhi sikhaya hi nahi gaya ki okay you should accept your problems and all yeah i think that is because you know we are so averse to the problem we don't want to you know experience it for even one second as soon as koi bhi problem aati hai you know we start thinking about yaar i don't want to deal with this i want to solve this as soon as possible but you know if you start to accept things then you will immediately feel more relaxed and free of worry yeah and i think acceptance also leads to surrender you know which which uh, can help us you know easily execute the third step jo ki hai calmly devoting your time and energy to improve the situation so third step you can say uh, is a extension of the second step agar hum log accept karte hain us cheez ko so we can easily improve the situation so let me elaborate the first two points uh, with some personal experiences that i have so uh, when we talk about what's the worst could that could happen no mujhe yaad hai ek bar i think it was a couple of years ago and i was working in this company aur mera appraisal ka time tha so <laughs> yeah i think appraisal is a very stressful time for all the people yeah. so appraisal ka time tha and uh, i had worked harder that year 
और मुझे ऐसा लग रहा था कि आई कैन आस्क फॉर अ गुड रेज आई वॉज थिंकिंग मे बी आई कुड आस्क फॉर लाइक थर्टी परसेंट बट देन जो मेरे कलीग्स है दे वर लाइक ओके डूड इतना सारा कोई नहीं मांगता है थर्टी परसेंट इज अ लॉट यू कैन नॉट आस्क फॉर दैट मच इतना तो स्विच करने पर मिलता है सो आई वॉज लाइक ओके थर्टी परसेंट इज टू मच बट देन यू नो अनोइंगली आई जस्ट गॉट टू थिंकिंग अगर मैं मांग लूंगा तो क्या होगा लाइक वॉट इज द वर्स दैट कुड हैपन राइट जॉब से थोड़ी निकाल देंगे आपको दस परसेंट मिलेगा राइट दैट इज दर्स दैट कुड हैपन so i really analyzed the situation and i was like okay now i am going to ask for 30% only <laughs> so that was the first step uh, that i really liked and then when we talk about the second step you know to accepting the worst situation see acceptance pe to i think hum log naya episode bana sakte but let me just keep it short so uh, how did you really accept you know what was the worst that you decided that could happen that they'll give you 10% Yeah, so I think the worst that could happen was they would give me ten percent because that was the minimum that uh, they had been giving to all the other employees. So I was like, I am okay with ten percent also. So okay, then how much did you get? Ah, uh, that I would not like to disclose. So why not? Yeah, I don't want other people to like in my company. चल ठीक है, okay, we get it, we get it. You know, know how much I got it. so the second step was basically acceptance and as i was saying that acceptance is often the step which is mostly missed by people and it uh, if you also remember a couple of years back maybe in 2019 i i had uh, a phase where i was suffering from ill health and i had to be hospitalized for i think 8 or 9 days right Hmm, yeah and at that time i was very worried sick because you know we have been practicing this uh, self improvement for a while i have been following my diets and i have been taking care of myself and agar uske baad bhi aapki health kharab hoti hai to obviously i think bahut sari worries aati hain mind mein ki oh man main itna sab kar raha tha i was taking care of myself uske baad main bimar kaise pad gaya right so mere man mein i think i was not able to accept this fact for a long time and that was really stressing me out so right. uh, one day i re- i remember i asked my father to bring me this book i think both of us love that book which is called the power of now and usme mm-hmm. se maine wo paragraph padhna start kiya where he talks about you know accepting your health situation as it is right now yeah and after reading that you know paragraph after reading that chapter actually i got really relaxed and you know i immediately felt like like i have no worries about my health because i have accepted that this is a bad situation and you won't even believe after that day onwards i started seeing clear improvements in my health no i believe you when you say that or uh, you know i think it works because apan log jab worried rehte hain na to we just keep on thinking about yaar this could also go wrong this could also go wrong this could also go wrong and we can't think straight so worry totally destroys our ability to think you know our ability to focus on anything worthwhile or productive it destroys our ability to concentrate so basically yeah. you know worrying hai kya if you think about it it is just our mind you <laughs> know jumping here and there you know imagining what could go wrong and so when you accept mentally when you accept it that yeah this is the worst thing that can happen and i accept it then we are just eliminating all the vague imaginings of our mind 
so that we can actually concentrate on what the real problem is and you know yeah. go ahead and do something about it aur uski wajah se na kya hota hai ki we release all this pent up energy that we have we are expanding it in imagining all these possible scenarios aur fir wo energy apan use kar sakte hain you know to uh, solve the problem or to improve your life in some other way right so i think this is a really powerful concept kya hum log fir wo worry ke jo negative spiral hai usse bahar aa jate hain so one of my favorite quotes from this chapter was that when we have accepted the worst we have nothing more to lose but everything to gain and it's such a great quote yeah and i think one of my favorite quotes from this chapter is that acceptance of what has happened is the first step in overcoming the consequences of any misfortune which is you know very enlightening and this quote is best illustrated by this small story that i have from the book and it goes something mm-hmm. like this so this story is about the head of an oil company who attended del carnegie's classes and what happened was that uska jo ek employee hai wo uh, he was stealing and selling oil behind everyone's back so company mein kisi ko pata bhi nahi tha and uh, the head of the oil company was also not aware of this and then ek din kya hota hai ki ek government inspector aata hai and he informs the head of the oil company ki bhai aisa ho raha hai tumhara employee jo hai he is stealing the oil and selling to everyone so now that inspector is blackmailing the head of the oil company that he will tell this to the authorities agar usne usko paise nahi diye so basically wo ek rishwat mang raha hai ki agar usne nahi bataya to he will tell the district attorney about it and this guy also knew that usne to kuch galat nahi kiya tha na right and he knew that the law says that a firm is responsible for the action of its employees so obviously koi bhi worried hoga ki uh if the inspector tells it to the district attorney it is going to be in the court and in the newspapers which is going to be like bad publicity aur uska pura jo business hai that would be ruined and he became so worried that wo matlab 3 din tak na usne khana khaya na wo soya and he just kept on thinking about that inspector who was blackmailing him and i think wo usse 5000 dollars mang raha tha and the head of the oil company was thinking whether he should pay him or like what should he do he had no idea So after three days, you know, this guy picked up a booklet of how to stop worrying that he got from Del Carnegie's class, and then he read the magic formula and decided to use it. So I will just read an excerpt from the book, which would, you know, really give an idea about what happened next. So I asked myself, what is the worst that can happen if I refuse to pay up? And these blackmailers turn their records over to the district attorney. The answer to that was the ruin of my business. That's the worst that can happen. I can't go to jail all that can happen is that I shall be ruined by the publicity I then said to myself all right the business is ruined I accept that mentally what happens next well with my business ruined I would probably have to look for a job that wasn't bad I knew a lot about oil there were several firms that might be glad to employ me I began to feel better the blue funk I had been in for 3 days and nights began to lift a little my emotions calmed down and to my astonishment I was able to think I was clear headed enough now to face step 3 improve on the worst as i thought of solutions an entirely new angle presented itself to me if i told my attorney the whole situation he might find a way out which i hadn't thought of i know it sounds stupid to say that this hadn't even occurred to me before but of course i hadn't been thinking i had only been worrying i immediately made up my mind that i would see my attorney first thing in the morning and then i went to bed and slept like a log how did it end Well the next morning my lawyer told me to go and see the district attorney and tell him the truth I did precisely that when I finished I was astonished to hear the DSA 
that this blackmail racket had been going on for months and that the man who claimed to be a government agent was a crook wanted by the police. What a relief to hear all this after I had tormented myself for three days and nights wondering whether I should hand over $5,000 to this professional swindler. So it's such a great story. <laughs> Matlab, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the best thing about the story, what he said was ki I was worrying and I was not thinking. So, yeah, which which makes your point that when you worry, you can't think straight. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, it, I I really like this story because it best illustrates how we can use these three steps, you know, to just conquer any type of worry. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next. That is the third and final fact that you should know about worry, and that is what worry may do to you. Ab ye chapter jo hai, it opens with this quote that is ki those who do not know how to fight worry. डाई यंग एंड ओवरऑल इस चैप्टर का पॉइंट ये है कि फियर एंड वरिंग दे कॉज मोस्ट ऑफ द मेंटल एंड फिजिकल इलनेस दैट वी सफर इन लाइफ या सो आई थिंक सिंपली पुट इफ यू डोंट अंडरस्टैंड द ग्रेविटी ऑफ वॉट वरिंग डस्ट टू यू एंड लर्न टू कोप विथ इट देन यू आर प्रोबेबली गोइंग टू बी डेड सून इन या और वन ऑफ द थिंग्स आई रियली लाइक इन दिस चैप्टर वॉज की यू नो डेल कानेगी ने वरिंग को कंपेयर किया है बाय दिस चाइनीज टॉर्चर टेक्निक ओके तो अब ये चाइनीज वॉलॉर्ड्स थे वो लोग क्या करते थे दूस टू टाई द हैंड्स एंड लेग्स ऑफ द प्रिजनर्स देयर एंड दूस टू पुट दैम अंडर अ बैग ऑफ वाटर दैट वॉज कॉन्स्टेंटली ड्रिपिंग ओके सो इट वॉज ड्रिपिंग 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 फॉर डे एंड नाइट एंड अब क्या होता था जब पानी यू नो ड्रॉप बाई ड्रॉप इन लोगों के सर पर गिरता था सो आफ्टर डेज दिस वाटर यू नो बिकेम लाइक द साउंड ऑफ हैमर ब्लोज ऑन देयर हेड एंड इट यूज टू ड्राइव दीज पीपल इन सेन एंड दिस torture technique was also later used by hitler in the concentration camps so you know he compares worry to this constant drip 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 of water you know that used to drive men insane that time and uh, that is how worry can drive us and uh, everyone to insanity and suicide that's what he says and i really like this depiction of worry and you know one of the best quotes that i liked from this chapter is uh, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his health because you know we are in on the topic of talking about what worry may do to you it is actually worth mentioning that uh, a lot of physical and mental ailments are there because we worry too much and there's too much stress and i can really illustrate this point with this story that uh, uh, del carnegie has mentioned in this chapter एंड उसमें ऐसा है कि अमेरिकन सिविल वॉर के टाइम देर वॉज अ जनरल हिज आई डोंट नो हिज नेम बट ही वॉज कॉल्ड जनरल ग्रांट एंड उसके जो अपोजिशन में था देर वॉज जनरल ली सो इवन दो जनरल ली का जो ट्रूप है वो हार चुका था हिज मैन वर बीटन डाउन फ्रस्ट्रेशन में उन लोगों ने जनरल ग्रांट के जो वेयर हाउसेज है वहाँ पर आग लगा दी जहाँ पर सब कॉटन टोबैको एंड ऑल द अदर राशन का स्टफ रखा रहता था सो नाउ जनरल ग्रांट वॉज वरीड सिक कि यार अब उसके जो मैन है उनकी देखभाल कैसे होगी सो ही वॉज वरीड सिक एंड उसको उस रात पे ही गॉट अ वेरी वायलेंट हेड एक एंड उसको नोजिया फील होने लग गया सो वॉट ही थॉट दैट मे बी इफ आई स्पेंड द नाइट यू नो एट होम एंड यू नो नॉट एट होम इन द रूम इन द टेंट एंड मे बी इफ आई बेट माई फीट इन हॉट वाटर विथ मस्टर्ड एंड अपनी नेक की मसाज करूँगा तो शायद उसका वायलेंट हेड एक ठीक हो जाएगा एंड द नेक्स्ट मॉर्निंग उसका हेड एक ठीक भी हो गया बट ये रीज़न नहीं था उसका द रीज़न वॉज एंटायरली डिफरेंट सो लेट मी जस्ट रीड दिस पैसेज फ्रॉम द बुक विच विल यू नो हेल्प अस नो कि क्या रीज़न था जिस वजह से उसकी वरी एलिमिनेट हो गई 
so the next morning he was cured instantly and the thing that cured him was not a mustard plaster but a horseman galloping down the road with a letter from lee saying he wanted to surrender when the officer bearing the message reached me grant said i was still suffering with the sick headache but the instant i saw the contents of the note i was cured so in that note it was written that i have surrendered or general grant ka jo tension hai that you know just quickly eliminated just quickly got eliminated या सो वो ही मतलब बिकॉज ही वॉज सो वरीड इसलिए उसको सब ये दिक्कत आ रही थी एंड यानीसमेट्स or which is quite understandable <laughs> yeah and uh, then what happened was that you know a fight broke out or kya hua ki ek banda jo tha usko char panch bandon ne milke peet diya theek hai and you know he started crying and he got really mad and then he threatened to go to the principal and report all of us that were bunking the class oh so he was that guy <laughs> yeah so fir kya hua ab now i rarely used to bunk school okay so maybe i did it like three or four times in total like in 10 years or 12 years that i was in school i did it like three or five times in total and uh, i was not used to uh, getting in trouble at school so this was quite new for me so i was uh, so this happened towards the end of friday uh, in the last few periods and then wahan se seedhe i got into my bus and i was going home and i started you know worrying on the bus that like what's going to happen uh, if he goes to the principal and tells her like all these things so uh, on saturday i worried a little bit at home uh, it was a holiday on saturday and on sunday night i you know became really worried i couldn't sleep i was like sleepless in seattle and i was thinking you know probably this guy went to the principal and you know he complained or principal will now call us in on monday and she will punish us you know she'll make us kneel down in the assembly hall and you know she'll call our parents and then my parents will come and they'll be really embarrassed and you know i was thinking all these things and uh, i just couldn't sleep so anyway a few hours went by you know i'm just thinking all these things or uh, somehow i managed to fall asleep and the next day when i woke up i became worried sick i was literally having a fever on the monday morning and i did not go to school that day but the funny <laughs> thing is that uh, i felt better the next day and i went to school and it turns out that the guy never went to the principal in the first place <laughs> so you know it is yeah. something like mark twain said that uh, i am an old man and have known great many troubles but most of them never happened and this is oh, one yeah, of the troubles yeah. that i have faced but it never really happened now let's move on to the second part of the book and in this part there are two techniques which can help us to analyze worry the first technique is how to analyze and solve worrying problems so basically kya hota hai ki different types of worries hoti hai jiske liye we need different techniques because no technique works for all kinds of stresses that we are having एंड मैं ये बताना चाहता हूँ कि दिस टेक्निक इज मोर फॉर पीपल यू नो हु आर सीकिंग अ लॉजिकल एक्सप्लेनेशन टू एलिमिनेट वरी रादर दैन यू नो रिसीविंग द ट्रेडिशनल एडवाइस सो दोज गाइज विल बेनिफिट ग्रेटली फ्रॉम दिस एंड टू एनालाइज वरी देर आर बेसिकली थ्री स्टेप्स द फर्स्ट वन इज गेट द फैक्ट्स एंड उसमें वी नीड टू आस्क आर सेल्फ दिस क्वेश्चन दैट वॉट इज एक्चुअली द प्रॉब्लम सो वंस वी 
डिटरमाइन द प्रॉब्लम हमारे पास पूरे फैक्ट्स है कि ओके दिस इज एक्चुअली द प्रॉब्लम देन वी मूव ऑन टू द सेकेंड स्टेप विच इज एनालाइज द फैक्ट्स नाउ एनालाइज द फैक्ट्स में वी हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट वी नीड टू आस्क आर सेल्स टू क्वेश्चन फर्स्ट इज वॉट आर द पॉसिबल सोल्यूशंस टू दिस प्रॉब्लम राइट एंड देन द सेकेंड क्वेश्चन इज हियर इज द सोल्यूशन दैट आई विल पिक फ्रॉम दिस पॉसिबल सोल्यूशंस राइट सो हमारे पास एक पूरा पहले क्लस्टर है जिसमें से हमको द बेस्ट पॉसिबल सोल्यूशन चूज करना है देन वी अराइव एट अ डिसीजन एंड देन एक्ट ऑन दैट डिसीजन विच इज द थर्ड स्टेप सो वंस वी हैव दैट सोल्यूशन वी नीड टू सेट अ टाइम फ्रेम कि इस टाइम फ्रेम तक मुझे वो सोल्यूशन को एग्जीक्यूट करना है सो दैट माई प्रॉब्लम इज सॉल्व यू नो बिकॉज हाफ ऑफ द वरी इन द वर्ल्ड इज कॉस्ड बाई पीपल ट्राइंग टू मेक डिसीजन बिफोर दे हैव सफिशेंट नॉलेज ऑन विच टू बेस अ डिसीजन और यहीं से आई थिंक दैट कॉन्सेप्ट इज ऑल्सो वेरी रिलेटेड वेन वी से दैट हाफ नॉलेज इज मच वर्स देन नो नॉलेज एट ऑल बिकॉज अगर हमारे पास पूरी इन्फॉर्मेशन नहीं है सो प्रॉब्लम क्या होगा कि हमारे माइंड में कुछ और है और ऑब्जेक्टिवली कुछ और प्रॉब्लम रहेगी राइट और क्या होता है ना इसमें जो थर्ड स्टेप है आई थिंक दैट इज़ रियली इंपॉर्टेंट दैट इज़ टू अराइव एट अ डिसीजन एंड देन एक्ट ऑन दैट डिसीजन सो अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम्स क्या होता है कि यू नो वी आर जस्ट थिंकिंग अबाउट द पॉसिबल सोल्यूशंस बट वी फेल टू यू नो गेट टू अ डिसीजन कि यार दिस इज़ वॉट आई एम गोइंग टू डू इन ऑर्डर टू सॉल्व इट वी जस्ट कीप ऑन थिंकिंग अबाउट इट एंड कीप ऑन वरिंग अबाउट इट कि यार इफ आई गो डू दिस देन दिस माइट हैपन इफ आई डू दिस देन दिस माइट हैपन सो द थर्ड स्टेप आई थिंक इज़ रियली की ओवर हीयर and another thing that you know most people and even i do sometimes is that uh, if i have you know some problem that i need to face next tuesday so what i start doing is that you know i start worrying about it from right now you know i start agonizing on this problem instead of getting the facts you know i start thinking about yaar what can i do to solve this problem so i really like this quote in the book which says that if a man will devote his time to securing facts in an impartial and objective way his worry will usually evaporate in the light of knowledge to agar apan log facts gain kar le to facts gain karte karte hi apne ko apni worry bhi khatam ho jayegi and we might stumble on the answer as well and i think impartial and objective are actually the keywords here because bahut bar kaisa hota hai ki if we are facing a problem to hamare andar ek personal biasness aa jati hai कि यार आई एम केपेबल ऑफ सॉल्विंग दिस प्रॉब्लम ऑन माय ओन एंड ऐसा भी हो सकता है मैं ऐसा कर सकता हूँ वैसा कर सकता हूँ एंड वी डोंट सी दैट प्रॉब्लम वेरी क्लियरली और जब इतने सारे इमोशंस आ जाते हैं ना अंदर सो ऑब्वियसली वी मेक ऑल द डिसीजन इन आर फेवर सॉल्विंग द प्रॉब्लम सो दिस इज या दिस इज ब्यूटिफुली इलिस्ट्रेटेड बाय दिस कोर्ट फ्रॉम द बुक विच गोज समथिंग लाइक दिस दैट एवरीथिंग दैट इज इन अग्रीमेंट विद आर पर्सनल डिजायर सीम्स ट्रू everything that is not puts us into a rage yeah that is why you know we need to be really impartial and objective in situations you know like this yeah and how can we achieve that so there are basically two steps through which we can achieve objective clarity about the problems first is that you pretend you are collecting the facts not for yourself but for a friend right this makes it easier and it actually eliminates all the biasness and all the emotions that you have इन फेवर ऑफ योर सेल्फ बिकॉज यू मस्ट हैव नोटिस जब हम किसी और को एडवाइस देते हैं तो हमारे अंदर कोई बायसनेस नहीं रहती है बट हम रेयरली वो एडवाइस खुद फॉलो करते हैं सेकेंड स्टेप वॉट वी कुड डू इज प्रिटेंड टू बी द डेवल्स एडवोकेट सो आई थिंक मोस्ट पीपल वुड फाइंड इट डिफिकल्ट टू डू बट इफ दे ट्राई टू गेट ऑल द फैक्ट्स अगेंस्ट दम सेल्स एंड राइट बोथ ऑफ दैम डाउन साइड बाई साइड एंड when they objectively look at it they will find that the 
solution of the problem lies somewhere in there in both of them in the facts that they have gathered for themselves as a friend and for themselves for from against themselves right to pehla wala jo hai wo to main kar leta hu kabhi kabhi but the second one i really need to work out you know ki getting the facts against my arguments ye this yeah, is something that i'm working uh, on for quite some time now and once facts are collected we need to analyze them as well because ek bar hamare paas proper information hai tabhi hum better decisions le sakte hain and you know there's this quote from the book which says a problem well stated is a problem half solved so agar hamare paas clear information hai ki ye problem hai so uska jo solution hai wo automatically hamare paas aa jata hai so one of the ways to do it is to simply write it down you know school mein i think uh, you probably experienced this as well तो जब मैं रियली हार्ड मैथ्स प्रॉब्लम सॉल्व करता था तो वेन आई एम रीडिंग द प्रॉब्लम फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम और मैं सोच रहा हूँ तो इट्स सीम्ड इम्पॉसिबल टू सॉल्व बट वट आई यूज टू डू वॉज दैट आई यूज टू राइट डाउन वर्ड्स गिवन इन द प्रॉब्लम एंड एज आई डिड दैट यू नो थिंग्स स्टार्टेड टू क्लिक एंड बाय द टाइम आई वॉज डन विद राइटिंग डाउन वर्ड्स गिवन आई यूज टू हैव एन अप्रोच दैट आई कुड फॉलो टू सॉल्व दिस प्रॉब्लम वेरास अगर मैं केवल सोचते रहता इन माई हेड कि यार हाउ कैन आई सॉल्व दिस प्रॉब्लम आई वुड हैव गॉट इन नो वेयर सो आई थिंक इट्स अ रियली इम्पॉर्टेंट कॉन्सेप्ट अगेन या आई थिंक आई यूजली गॉट स्टक एट थिंकिंग अबाउट इट इन माई हेड एंड दैट्स वाई आई नेवर गॉट रियली गुड मार्क्स इन मैथन अग्री विथ यू देर सो हिज द बेस्ट स्टोरी फ्रॉम द चैप्टर दैट इलेस्ट्रेट्स वॉट दिस चैप्टर इज रियली ट्राइंग टू से सो इट इज़ द स्टोरी ऑफ दिस अमेरिकन जो कि मैनेजर था ऑफ अ इंश्योरेंस कंपनी इन शंघाई एंड ये स्टोरी है इट इज़ अबाउट द टाइम वेन द जापनीज़ हैड इन्वेडेड शंघाई और जापनीज आर्मी जो है उन्होंने एक एडमिरल भेजा था हु वॉज बेसिकली लिक्विडेटिंग ऑल देर एसेट्स और ये जो मैनेजर था ही हैड नो चॉइस बट टू कोऑपरेट विद दैम बिकॉज इफ ही डिड नॉट डू दैट दे वुड जस्ट किल हिम तो अब ये जो मैनेजर है इसने क्या किया था कि ही डिड नॉट टेल दी एडमिरल अबाउट दिस वन एसेट विच वाज प्राइज लाइक सेवन हंड्रेड फिफ्टी डॉलर और समथिंग बिकॉज इट वाज इन देयर हांगकांग ऑफिस यू नो इट हैड नथिंग टू डू विद देयर शंघाई एसेट्स सो ही डिड नॉट टेल दी एडमिरल अबाउट इट बाकी क्या हुआ कि आफ्टर सम टाइम दिस एडमिरल फाउंड आउट अबाउट दिस और जब उनको पता चला ये सो द मैनेजर वॉज नॉट देयर बट देर वॉज दिस हेड अकाउंटेंट हु वॉज देयर एंड बाद में दिस हेड अकाउंटेंट टोल दिस मैनेजर कि यार एडमिरल को पता चल गया एंड यू नो ही गॉट रियली मैड एंड ही कॉल्ड दिस मैनेजर अ थीफ एंड अ ट्रेटर अब जो था कि ये मैनेजर ही गॉट रियली अफ्रेड बिकॉज ही न्यू वॉट इट मैंड राइट ही न्यू दैट नाउ हीबली सेंड हिम टू दिस प्लेस कॉल्ड द ब्रिज हाउस विच वॉज बेसिकली द टॉर्चर चैम्बर ऑफ द जैपनीज जस्टापो और मैनेजर जो था उसके कुछ पर्सनल फ्रेंड्स थे हु हैड rather killed themselves actually before they were you know being taken to this prison or you know he had some other friends who actually died in that uh, torture chamber after being questioned for a few days so mm-hmm. he knew like this could be his fate so he heard this news on sat- sunday that uh, the admiral now knows that what he has done or uh, you know he would have been terrified if he did not have this one technique that actually solved his problems so the technique was simply this that you know he whenever he found himself in any kind of trouble he used to write down what am i worrying about and the second question that he asked himself was what can i do about it so on the sunday afternoon when he found out about this whole thing he went to his room and he wrote down what am i worrying about i'm just going to read in his own words uh, what followed okay what am i worrying about 
I am afraid I will be thrown into the bridge house tomorrow morning. Then I typed out the second question. What can I do about it? I spent hours thinking out and writing down the four courses of action I could take and what the probable consequence of each action would be. I can try to explain to the Japanese admiral, but he knows speak English. If I try to explain to him through an interpreter, I may stir him up again. That might mean death, for he is cruel. Would rather dump me in the bridge house than bother talking about it. I can try to escape, but it's impossible. They keep a track of me all the time. I have to check in and check out of my room. If I try to escape, I'll probably be captured and shot. I can stay here in my room and not go near the office again. If I do, the Japanese admiral will be suspicious and he will probably send soldiers to get me and throw me into the bridge house without giving me a chance to say a word. I can go down to the office as usual on Monday morning. If I do, there is a chance that the Japanese admiral may be so busy that he will not think of what I did. Even if he does think of it, he may have cooled off and may not bother me. If this happens, I am alright. Even if he does bother me, I'll still have a chance to try to explain to him. So going down to the office as usual on Monday morning and acting as if nothing had gone wrong gives me two chances to escape the bridge house. As soon as I thought it all out and decided to accept the fourth plan to go down to the office as usual on Monday morning, I felt immediately relieved. When I entered the office the next morning, the Japanese admiral sat there with a cigarette dangling from his mouth. He glared at me as he always did and said nothing. Six weeks later, thank God he went back to Tokyo and my worries were ended. As I have already said, I probably saved my life by sitting down that Sunday morning and writing out all the various steps I could take and then writing down the probable consequence of each step and calmly coming to a decision. If I hadn't done that, I might have floundered and hesitated and done the wrong thing on the spur of the moment. If I hadn't thought out my problem and come to a decision, I would have been frantic with worry all Sunday afternoon. I wouldn't have slept that night. I would have gone down to the office Monday morning with a harassed and worried look and that alone might have aroused suspicion of the Japanese admiral and spurred him to act. Yeah, I think clarity is everything. And once you have a clear idea about what the problem is, you can be very clear headed and then make the right decision about it. So the second technique to analyzing worry and to eliminate 50% of our business worries is what we are going to be talking about next. So this one is kind of specific to meetings and a lot of times meeting mein kya hota hai, you know, ki bahut sare discussion hote hai, you know, there are a lot of arguments and people twist in their chair, they walk the floor and they keep arguing yeah. around in circles and at the end of the meeting, nothing is accomplished. So usually na meetings ka traditionally structure kya hota hai ki uh, one person comes up with a problem and uh, he comes and tells about all the details about what has went wrong and then people just start arguing about what should be done. And what should be done about it. So Del Carnegie says that make a rule that everyone who wishes to present a problem in a meeting must first answer these four questions. The first question is what is the problem? Yeah, so and I think this is a really important question even though it seems really simple. Because a lot of times what happens is that in a meeting arguments break out without really identifying what exactly it is that we are trying to solve. So like we talked about previously, a problem well stated is a problem have solved. And this question really makes us, uh, you know, answer, answer that. 
yeah and it also takes us to the second question which is pretty straightforward what is the cause of the problem and to identify the root we first really need to know the problem right and after that we move on to the third question which is what are the possible solutions of the problem right so it is also a very important question because usually what happens is in a meeting is that you know someone comes up with a solution but then someone else argues against it and then the discussion goes off topic and at the end of the meeting no one has really written down what actually can we do to solve the problem so this really solves that problem yeah and once that is done we can you know finally answer the fourth question which is what solution do you suggest right and this question helps us make a decision even before we go into a meeting so that we can have a meaningful discussion instead of just arguing about the possible solutions yeah it i think helps us kind of reach that one decision that could solve the problem so i think we have reached the time limit for this episode and uh, we have covered the first two parts of the book we have only been able to cover the first two parts of the book but still yeah, you know, there's because, so much left in this book uh, i mean the part 3 part 4 and i think part 5 and 6 are also really good and i want to cover them and i think you do as well but there is part 7 8 9 and 10 also <laughs> yeah so and you know the great thing about this book is like everything every part has something that you can use practically to actually solve your problems the worry problems or whatever you're stressed about in your life the lessons are actually really valuable and if implemented properly i think people would eliminate at least 50% of their worries from their everyday life right and that's why i think we should be doing a part two or maybe even a part three of uh, this book what do you think yeah i think we can do as many parts as we want of this book but let us confine them to two and three <laughs> <laughs> okay so we will be doing a part two of the podcast where we will be discussing the part three and part four of the book that right yeah right i think that makes sense to me and a lot of other people i don't <laughs> but okay for the i think for the next episode we would be focusing on two books first would be either the subtle art of not giving a fuck or we would be talking about the book called a guide to the good life both of these books are uh, i thought we were going to be talking about the psychology of money oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah we we would be talking about the psychology of money then yes yeah, psychology of money and subtle art of not so, giving a fuck that was the psychological trick that i was playing on you <laughs> okay you got me right so uh, on a serious note we would be talking about the book called psychology of money in our next episode so until then keep reading and keep listening